Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two friends, one man and one woman, hanging out and talking about the show Terrace House Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thank you for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks. We're discussing Terrace House Aloha State Episode 9, Black Tears. Uh, and this is the first episode of Part 2. Yes. Um, so it actually came at a pretty nifty time, considering when we started our podcast, and it took about eight weeks to get us through the first eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And so this is only going to be one day late. Yeah, that's uh, because we're awesome like that. I suppose. But on that note, we do apologize for having the, the podcast a day late. I know that it uh, it's probably screwing up with a lot of people's schedules. and uh, People do base their schedule around our podcast. It's I, true. I only assume as but much. But we don't have to apologize for that. It's Netflix's fault. That's true. That's yeah. true. And and we have jobs and other things, so yeah. uh, we can't exactly just, you know, drop everything day of when this came out and, and record and edit it on time. So this will be about a day late, uh, which we apologize for, but thank you very much again for listening. But let's get into the episode. So this episode started where the last one ended, which is right where Evian and Naomi are talking about how Naomi's going to leave the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Naomi kind of says her reason for it is that, mm-hmm. you know, she, she came on to try to learn English, to try to remember the English that I guess she knew when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And she realized that she knew a lot more of it than she had expected. And so she sees her goal as kind of being accomplished. And she doesn't see a reason to stay and just mm-hmm. be working and living in Hawaii. That's not good enough for her, I guess. Yeah, well, so it's interesting because part of me feels like that's nonsense. Um, Because if you really want to learn a language, just remembering some of it, like, if if you want to be able to speak it, then you need to stay for quite a while, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you remember. But I do think it's excuses. I think that, that she just isn't having the experience that maybe she wanted or hoped for. Maybe it has to do with Yuya. Maybe it has to do with just the house in general. She hasn't been able to find love, you know, or she hasn't been able to find the jo- kind of job she wants, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't know how Tommy Bahama restaurant has been to her. We only started that yeah. first day. Like, maybe it's yeah. not a great job. So maybe just in general, she's she's a little unhappy and she wants to go home. And, and this is a, a good way of, of kind of seeing that. Yeah, and I mean, and we don't know if everything's gotten better since the initial conflict over cleanliness and those mm. types of things. So it might just be a, a, a good time and a nice out, especially seeing that she did like Yuya and then that didn't pan out. So, yeah, I hope that that, you know, she finds whatever her goal is in, in Japan. But it's it's definitely kind of a bummer to see her leaving. Um, yeah, but it also is always fun to see the change up when when someone leaves. So, mm-hmm. so she she asks Evian to kind of gather everyone together on the twenty fourth for one last kind of uh, celebration before she leaves. And mm-hmm. based on what we see later on the episode, it sounds like she doesn't want to tell anyone that, that until that day that she's leaving. So it's just her and Evian mm-hmm. at first. Well, and I I wasn't sure if that was some type of terrace house policy. Because they always do it that way, right? It's like usually they're all at a meal together and then they say, and I'm leaving. And it's like really abrupt and they leave the next couple, within the next couple days after that. So I didn't know if that's like intentional to make it more of a dramatic producer 
driven thing. I really hope that's not the case, and I don't expect it to be the case. I think that that's just kind of how people are doing. And also... But, uh, but really? But actually, and I don't know how much of this is, is maybe me reading too much into it, but mm-hmm. in Japan, like, that's not uncommon, at least in my experience as a teacher, because teachers are not allowed to tell their students that they are leaving the next year until the last day of school, until graduation. Mm. So students don't know who their teacher will be until, mm. you know, that ends. And, and a lot of times, you know, when your teachers move along with you, you, that's a big change and you have to keep it secret. It's mm-hmm. it's very guarded. And so I don't know if that's part of just kind of the way that Japanese culture is where, you know, mm. you, you don't want to start talking about your plans to, to move on and to do new things until they're ready to be realized. But... Because that's the only one that would make sense to me because, like, at least for me, again, coming from my context, I would be annoyed if I was particularly close to a, you know, particular housemate and then they were just going to say, oh, and I'm moving out tomorrow and I'm like, wait, you didn't tell me? Like, you, I, I didn't even know that you were contemplating this, you know? It would just feel really weird. So that's why I would have assumed that it was a thing. That was actually supposed to happen. Yeah, I think that that makes that makes sense, but I don't think that it's like put on them by the producers. Maybe suggested, but I mean, she even later on we'll see she tells Lauren as well, and I don't think it was like her breaking the rules to tell Lauren, obviously. So, and I think in the past we've seen people talk about it not just right at the very end, but also a little bit in advance. So, really, again, Uchi and Minori were mm-hmm. talking about how they're gonna leave. A long time before they actually did, but I think and I think the they gave two. they gave it a good week's worth of of time or so before they actually left, and then Natsumi was the one who was all like, "I'm leaving too," <laughs> um, and that happened a few times as well. But I don't know, essentially. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so they're they're finishing lunch, and it it was it was a pretty touching moment, I think. Yeah, they they cried mm-hmm. together. They cried together, and Naomi like thanked her that if 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 Evian hadn't been there for her then she doesn't know like she wouldn't have had her job and and she wouldn't have been able to do all the things that she was able to do yeah that was really sweet that was a really nice moment it was it was and yeah i think it just showed how much Evian really did help her at the beginning and and how that's how it should be Mm. and and that made such a significant difference for her living in that country yeah, Evian is just the best. She's and we great. see that perfectly in the next scene when <laughs> she like yeah. sees Yuya kind of sad on the couch and she comes and chats with him and just mm-hmm. like, hey, you seem a little sad. Like, how are you? And mm-hmm. they talk a bit about the date and she mm-hmm. she seems a little shocked that Lauren wasn't as kind of open to being friendly as Lauren kind of made it seem like she was going to be with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Which we were all a bit shocked yeah, about. Yeah, right? Which we discussed at length last week. But <laughs> um, Yusuke talks a bit about how he's going to, you know, really kind of do his own thing now. And he still wants to become stronger. And she says, like, I'll always be here to cheer you on. Mm-hmm. And that's such a sweet thing to say. Like, that's so mm-hmm. nice. And I just love everyone is like the house mom, you know? <laughs> like, the, the one who's just taking care of people and cares about people and, and is engaging mm-hmm. and... Uh, I just love it. And I I thought that it was important that he said, I wish she had just told me if she wasn't interested mm. in going. 
because he it was clear that he really did feel like she was forcing herself to go and didn't want to be there which i think is i mean that's a terrible thing to do to someone if, you, if you're gonna go out on a date with them and then you make them feel that way i don't know yeah he mentions how she asked how yeah. lauren asked him asked mm-hmm. yusuke if yuya and eric had kind of pressured him into asking her out which yeah, we saw her that we saw her like saying that to Eric and to I think Naomi mm-hmm. last week, but for her to ask Yusuke about that, yes. of course he's gonna think that she had a terrible time or that she she felt pressured to go and and all these other things. Like, yeah. that would that's such a like, that's just not a nice thing to say, like a considerate thing to say. Like, that's so inappropriate. Like, did they pressure you into doing this? Like, what do you? What? Yeah, like, did why did you want to go out with me? Did they tell you that you should? Like, you know, it... it, it I don't it, think you would have done it if they hadn't encouraged you. And just in general, it, it was... You know, that's not something that you would say to someone who you are awkwardly avoiding and didn't really engage with on your date. Like, yeah. if they were really close friends as well yeah, and it just yeah. didn't work out as a date mm-hmm. or if, like, they had some sort of open communication line in general, <laughs> it would make sense. But yeah. they do not. <laughs> they have the opposite of that. Of everyone in the house, they probably have the least communication, mm-hmm. you know, in particular mm-hmm. after the date. And so it's... That yeah. was weird when I heard that. Yeah, I was I was really surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty goofy. Um, goofy it was goofy it was weird i mean i don't think goofy's the right word there we'll have to agree to disagree on that one um Um, i know the uh the the listeners are with me it's okay (laughs) no no they love me uh okay now you're just lying to yourself (laughs) so that was a really really nice conversation and then later on we see avion kind of be a mom again but maybe a a little too much this time where her and Lauren and Naomi are talking about the day they're planning on doing Thanksgiving, which, you know, we assume is the day that Evian is going to, to out herself, I guess, to, to mm-hmm. share her news. And Lauren had, you know, are also planned her family Thanksgiving that day. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess they, they had said, we want to do Thanksgiving, and then Lauren planned it on that day without consulting them first or whatever it might have been. It sounded like just kind of a misunderstanding and schedule conflict, which does happen and sucks, but Evian was... Well, it sounded, it sounded even a little more than that because Evian was like, I would appreciate it if you wouldn't keep changing the date around. That, so it yeah. sounded like it kept going back and forth. And, and I Lauren already could tell... does keep talking about how she, like, it's she's at fault, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she never once says, like, it was a miscommunication. She mm-hmm. straight up says, like, I messed up with the scheduling yeah so it definitely sounds like something's there yeah and i could tell from as soon as that conversation happened i was like evian's coming into this already frustrated mm. at her uh which is clear from what happens it's super clear because evian first she's just like okay like i get that but also don't be talking to us about how hard this is going to be with you and your family and how you're going to get in trouble with your family mm-hmm. about this kind of stuff because We're, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't apologize to us and then expect us to feel sorry, which I think is. Mm, I don't I don't think that's an accurate assessment of what she was saying. I think she was saying because I very much resonated with her. It's 
don't if you're going to take care of it and you're taking ownership that you made a problem, then don't say, but I'm probably going to get in trouble with my family because then what that does is make us feel bad and they where they didn't need to feel bad. There wasn't anything that they did. So I don't think it was that, um, whatever you said, what did you say? I basically said that just in <laughs> no, a much more didn't. concise version. No, no, you didn't. Uh, you said something s- no. slightly different than okay. that. I said essentially <laughs> that, but yeah, I, that is the case is that that's, that's kind of what the way she was making it out. And I think that, that it's valid to be frustrated with someone who, who does that. But at the same yeah. time, I do think Evian's frust- clear frustration with Lauren from before this is coming out because yeah. she wasn't exactly diplomatic or compassionate or empathetic in the conversation, which Lauren notes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's fair. Like, I think that she doesn't necessarily have to be, but she wasn't being that there. And I wonder how much of where that frustration is coming from, where, whether it's coming from her, you know, knowing that she kind of went back on what she was talking about with Yusuke which, you know, was the scene before was when she finds that out. Mm-hmm. Or if it was that she's being stressed on on Naomi's behalf because Naomi's leaving and she feels like she's got the need to do this. Evian probably put in a lot of work to get everyone scheduled together and then Lauren mm-hmm. isn't. So it could be very well be that as well. Well, yeah, because several of them have family in Hawaii that they would probably be spending Thanksgiving with. And that's right. She says that herself, that Mm -hmm. she's got family there and it's her mom's birthday, Mm -hmm. but she made a deal with her so that she could get, get a, get out of it. And so she could be there for Naomi that day. Mm -hmm. And like that shows a lot of character, a lot of Evian's character. And I think Evian with a number of other people on and off the show are seeing that Lauren doesn't share a lot of that character. Uh, mm-hmm. Or at least she doesn't show a lot of that character uh, very often. So I can yeah. understand the frustration for sure. Well, and it's an interesting thing, too, that I don't really see Lauren putting in a lot of effort in the house. Obviously not with Yusuke. Mm-hmm. And with this situation, it seems like, oh, well, you know, I have this dinner with my grandmother. And then that other time when she went over to her sisters and it seems like she does stuff with her family a lot, which isn't necessarily a problem. Right. But I don't know if that's where part of the frustration is, but it, it seemed like a little bit of that. Like, we have family too, but we're making, this is important to us, so we're going to do it. And we're putting Naomi first because this is the first time she would ever have a, uh, you know, a holiday here. Right. And I think you're right. Because also, I mean, even look back at, you know, there's an episode titled Shared Living is Tough because of Lauren's mm-hmm. struggle with sharing, like, living with other people. And I, I'm i definitely wondering, like, sometimes, like, why are you why are you still here, Lauren? I know. Like, I would have expected she would leave first. For sure. Yeah. You know, not just because of the Yusuke thing, but, like, she doesn't seem to mm-hmm. be... Enjoying it. Yeah. Like, she talks about how she, her family would perceive her as, and ask why she's prioritizing Tara's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a big deal for a lot right? of people. You sh- this should be a priority in your life. Yeah. If this is something you're committing to, yeah, prioritize it. And all the people who got rejected so she could be on the show. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, those people aren't perfect and erotic like she is. <laughs> Which is what you says about her. <laughs> right. Uh, on the panel, she uh, talks about yeah. how, how perfect she is. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder what Lauren is there for because frankly the the only yeah. really strong connection i've seen her make is with eric 
Yeah, which says something about her. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, Well, that's the thing, too, that's so weird because she her family's there she lives there Mm -hmm. you know she can just be there and still do her art and work on if she wants to get into an exhibit or whatnot Mm -hmm. and so if you're not gonna put an effort why why are you taking up someone else's bed (laughs) sorry no that's true though and and the ability to be on television like these are things that some people would really really want to do yeah and yeah she's just kind of being there and mm-hmm. she she's doing exactly what Naomi doesn't want to be mm-hmm. you know doing you know which is just kind of existing and mm-hmm. at least in regards to her uh work with Terrace House like mm-hmm. we aren't seeing it add much to to what she wants to do and and yeah that's just like clearly I've been watching too much Terrace House or I've watched too <laughs> much of it because that is kind of a bummer I don't that I mm. that I don't see her having any real commitment to making relationships and to mm-hmm. engage in shared living, you know? And it's, I think it's mm-hmm. especially difficult because, like, in Boys and Girls in the City, there were a few different characters who would do similar, but they just wouldn't be in the show. Like, there'd be a whole episodes where you didn't see Arisa or you didn't see, yeah. you know, some of the other mm-hmm. characters because they were just busy doing their own stuff and mm-hmm. they weren't engaged. But Lauren is such the focus of this show that we yeah. see her being disinterested and unengaged Mm -hmm. and it just maybe it seems a little more frustrating because of that but yeah i mean and who knows maybe she maybe she realizes that this is stretching her Mm. in ways and and wants to stay because of that um there's tons of stuff going on in their heads we never see so it's possible yeah absolutely although her tiny bone but after that conversation, uh, Naomi does go to talk to Lauren and tell her about how she's leaving. And Lauren has actually a really nice and reaction. Like, she seems very shocked and surprised. And she talks about how dumb she is because now she clearly sees the argument in a different light. And, and she asks Naomi if she can hug her, which is really sweet. Mm. It's a long hug, too. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Good for them. <laughs> um... But it goes to the panel then, and Yamachan is definitely coming down on. Well, sorry, let's rephrase this. Um, Yamachan is definitely not happy with her. Yeah, he he's on a uh, an anti Lauren train for sure right now, and he's like, a, she plays dirty, and why does and, everybody think she's perfect? Yeah, exactly. And, he talks about how they all see her with rose-colored glasses, and and then mm-hmm. you says how she's erotic and perfect, and <laughs> and yeah, it's it's interesting. Which which is interesting because I I have my opinion and like towards Lauren has definitely gone down mm-hmm. almost throughout the whole show from like the, the beginning. She few started episodes. pretty high, yeah, and then it's just continually gone down. So. I, I would be frustrated she's, if I was the Amachan too. She's been like the, the anti-Yuya, where like, it started fairly low, mm-hmm. and then like, every once in a while he'll do something where it's like, good on you, Yuya. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we did forget to mention when Yusuke and Evian were talking about Yuya. Oh, yeah. How both of them were, were talking about how nice he is. Mm-hmm. And, and Yusuke like, was like... Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. But Yusuke said he was a really amazing guy. And mm-hmm. I think that you can see Yusuke and Yuya's 
like friendship and how what how important mm-hmm. that was for Yusuke as he was going through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice. Yeah, um, again, definitely good, good for you, Yuya. But yeah, we should we should get get moving through through the episode because a lot more happens and <laughs> too uh, much happens. Yeah, exactly. After the panel talks a bit, we see we see Yuya and Evian actually hanging out and. Uh, Yuya is wearing a fun piece of <laughs> a sweatshirt that on the back it says fat burn and like fat is with like these flaming letters. Yeah, I don't I is there I like... just don't know, frankly. Like I I don't know anything about that sweatshirt. I have no idea what's going on. It could be something to do with like sick burn or something like well, that. Well, on the but... other side, I think it looked like it, there was like a burger or something maybe it's a there, there's maybe like food chain I, maybe I it's just know, weird japanese but sweatshirts it was great. uh but it was pretty good i actually didn't notice it at first and you were laughing so hard that mm-hmm. we had to rewind it so i could see it because we we didn't pay attention to anything they said after that <laughs> exactly exactly mm-hmm. uh but then yeah they just kind of chat a little bit and evian is changing her shifts so that she'll be more available in the evening times um mm-hmm. so that her and yuya can hang out more mm-hmm. that's nice mm-hmm. Good for them. And she asks him about if he went to hang out with Eric and mm. and makes the comment that they'd been spending a lot of time together, Yuya and Eric, and that he should get out there and make connections. And if he wants to go into acting and, and those things, he needs to be out there making friends and, and things like that. Going to cl- acting class and things like that. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, it's a valid thing and he's just mm-hmm. like kind of like that's true that's true and it doesn't mm-hmm. really go anywhere but i was wondering i think that that shows that you know yuya is very comfortable in where he's at right now in the house mm-hmm. he's got his friendship with eric he's pursuing evian he mm-hmm. he's not exactly pushing his boundaries very much right now yeah and uh i wonder if that is a reflection of kind of their age difference, which we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. where she's like, I want, yeah. you know, I want to create my own brand. I want to do work. I don't want to just be on my laurels. And he maybe is in a different place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely felt like that was an indication of that. But it also reminded me of Uchi and Minori mm. and how he constantly wanted to be encouraging her to do more and pursue her career and and those types of things but that's just not really where she was at at that time yeah and it did create some tension so i guess we'll see if it creates tension for them exactly keep an eye out yeah speaking of tension we see lauren (laughs) and yusuke who have the bad kind of tension yeah uh and lauren is drawing a turkey for thanksgiving and Yusuke is kind of awkwardly commenting on her drawing and, and walking around and looking at the food and finally just like, I, I wanted to ask you something. You know, did you did you have a good time? And she's like, oh, at, at the movie? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I had a good time. It was a good, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's, that's all I wanted to ask. And mm-hmm. I wonder if he was hoping for a different answer or expecting a different answer or if he really just you know, sincerely wanted to make sure that she had a good time and that really wasn't what was important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the you know, the idealized Yusuke in my mind certainly could have been the latter where he just, all I want, all he wanted was for her to have a good time. But I, I do think that there's maybe something else that he was wondering, especially after the conversation he had with Evian earlier. Yeah, and, and I think, I don't know, but it seemed a situation where maybe he would be like, 
hoping that it would spark an actual conversation Mm. so that they could stop having that tension and awkwardness between them if they actually talked about what happened and if she said i did have a good time but blah 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 blah," you know whatever it would be not that it's her responsibility to say that he could come out and say something more ask something more specific but yeah definitely i think that conversation needed to go a different way for them to not feel even more awkward or at least the same amount of awkwardness in the Mm. future because nothing really happened nothing was resolved there was no new information it just kind of showed there was still awkwardness yeah essentially (laughs) well and i thought it was interesting that she asked him oh well did you have fun Mm -hmm. and he said yeah the movie was fun Mm. he didn't specify that he had fun which i think is good i I mean again this is translation but yeah but you know she said oh i did have fun but he said the movie was fun which if, if that's, you know, the accurate translation, I would appreciate because he wasn't just saying, oh, yeah, I had fun, when clearly he didn't really have fun. Right. But we see also Yuya and Evian outside, like, sharing a loveseat kind of couch mm-hmm. and playing some footsie and, you know, <laughs> talking about tickling feet and all this kind of stuff. And he offers to get mm-hmm. her blanket and... She, at first says she wants a blanket, but then she says, like, no, don't go get one, which, like, to mm-hmm. me was very, like, rom-com, like, no, I don't want you to leave me. <laughs> um, but I thought it was cute. It was a very cute scene. Super short. Nothing really happens other than just them. They're adorable. Well, it was funny, though, because, yeah, it was such a short scene. And then when the commentators talk about it, they're like, with all that flirting, I was like, literally all that happened was he was like, your feet are cold. Yeah, my feet get cold oh, are your feet ticklish? And, like, that's the extent of what happened. But that is super flirtatious for <laughs> Japan, you know? And it I think that that's, that's so fairly flirtatious funny. in general. Like, they are, they're physically close. They're touching each other, you know? <laughs> and funny. touching feet is not, like, a common occurrence. That's, there's a little bit of intimacy there. I think that's, just, that's plenty flirtatious. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't flirty. It was just, like all that flirting <laughs> like dear lord like, oh. um well after that we see oh. we see eric's shop and lauren comes to visit and help him out with some of the design stuff she mm-hmm. gives his friend a hug yeah so i don't know what what lauren's whole hug not hug thing is she it seems uh, very arbitrary it seems super arbitrary <laughs> <laughs> But they they talk a bit also about the date and... Well, okay, so at the beginning of this scene, I was like, oh, yeah, Eric's still in this show. (laughs) Like, I knew he was still there, but when it panned an actual scene with him, I was like, oh, man. Like, ugh. And that was the correct reaction. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Also, like, I think we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, too. Just, like, his facial hair is not working. No. Like, it just makes me... Clearly, Eric is not listening to our (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Another thing to add to the list of what we don't like no- about Eric. <laughs> especially since this was filmed in November. Maybe no. he is listening now and we'll see in no, you know, he's six not gonna be time. there that long. He's gonna be rejected by so many girls by then that he'll have left. We'll see, we'll Please. see. I still don't follow him on Instagram, but Good. I have been getting some hints about what's to come. No! Yeah. Stop it. That's bad. <laughs> oh, that's how you're like 
oh, I'll make these predictions and then... No, 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 no. None of my my actual predictions... Like, I've also straight up just, just said, kidding. spoilers, I know it's going to happen when I, <sighs> when it has to do with things. So, <sighs> get off my back. No. <laughs> oh, well. Well, they, they do... They talk a bit about, about the date and... She essentially mentions how, yeah, she she didn't really want to talk to him at the date. And they do ask if, if she would have gone to dinner without, if it would have been a different day. And she says yes, which is nice. And again, Well, I, she said probably. Yeah. So I, I would like to see again that alternate universe, but uh, and I, do, I don't think that, I don't think that, she didn't say I didn't want to talk with him. But I think that's one of the things that rub me the wrong way so much about this scene was that they were Eric and his friend were joking about it in this mm. way that was so insensitive and with mean um and it's like oh well oh you just couldn't stay and talk or or like you were just thinking about the movie and she was like well and they're like, oh, or you just didn't want to talk to him. You know, and the, <laughs> exactly. And they're like laughing about it. And, oh, well, would you have gone? And, oh, well, clearly, you know, it was just like this this air about it that was just, it was gross. It was mean. It was like just making fun of the situation instead of, and and, and she didn't, she just kind of awkwardly didn't say much. And again, it's like one of those things, you know that this is going to be broadcast to the world and you know that he's going to see it and you're just not going to say anything. You're not going to say, no, I would have been fine talking with him, but I actually had to go. Mm. I mean, maybe she wouldn't have been fine talking to him. Maybe she really didn't want to, which is also sad. It's like you live with this person like they're a housemate. So, yeah, I just, I felt like the whole scene was very kind of childish and mean. And I, I'm just like, I just don't respect y'all. Yeah, I see that. I think that especially, and this probably goes back to our kind of ew with just Lauren and Eric in general. But, like, them having that conversation and with this random dude, yeah, you know, who, who's working with Eric. Like, does that guy know Yusuke? Does he mm-hmm. know what's going on? Like, all he's getting is whatever Eric tells him, probably, and occasionally Lauren. Yeah, it's it's a weird a weird dynamic. And it definitely was not a empathetic one. They, they were, no. In, were in no way feeling for Yusuke there. There was no kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're jerks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> conclusion. Conclusion, jerks. <laughs> but we see the the Thanksgiving dinner, which is nice, and they're all eating all sorts of food, including crab, because uh, mm-hmm. it's a Hawaiian Thanksgiving dinner, I guess. And Naomi talks about how she's leaving, and there's not a huge reaction from the table. There isn't. Well, obviously, two people already knew, right? And. Yuya didn't say anything, but he was just, like, shaking his head. That's like, true. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that, too. That he had a very visceral reaction. He mm-hmm. just didn't say anything. Yeah. And... Which would also make sense to me because there was already a little bit of conflict, right, with him and Evian and being like, no, you shouldn't leave it. I don't know. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable to act like that, or maybe he wouldn't have felt comfortable regardless. Maybe. But... Yeah, Eric was just like, 
so when are you leaving or something like yeah. that and i'm like thanks eric for <laughs> being so sensitive yeah it was a it was weird i felt like every other circumstance was a lot bigger of a reaction which is also why i would think maybe they don't want them to tell individual house members first because then you don't get as big a reaction maybe but i mean we got bigger reactions with the individual scenes than we got in the big scene so i don't know well for sure this time around Mm mm-hmm but, but they, Naomi does ask them all to go to the beach together, and they go to the electric beach, and they go snorkeling, mm-hmm. which is super cute. Mm-hmm. The beach is super beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's this turtle that's swimming underneath, and it was just, it looked like great fun. Yeah, yeah. It looked like they all had a very good time together, and mm-hmm. they had an underwater camera that was shooting some really cool shots of them all swimming mm-hmm. around with each other, and mm-hmm. Naomi and Evian were holding hands underwater I at know, one point. I know, it was so cute. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was super cute. One thing that, you know, before they, they go to the beach, Naomi mentions how all the girls got new swimsuits, and then you see them kind of getting ready at the beach, and No, you know, I was like, oh, nice. No gratuitous, like, changing shots like they had in the last ones. (laughs) And then we see them all swimming underwater, and, like, it's not exactly gratuitous, but it's like they are all in in I mean, that's going to happen. Exactly. They're doing this good swimming. It's an activity. But the panel. The panel does the gratuitous (laughs) butt shot worse than it should have been. Essentially, the whole last, like, segment of the panel is just them talking about Evian's butt. Yeah, and I was just like, "What is happening right now?" Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a little, a little... I mean, mainly you brought it up, not you. You panel you. Yes, the panelist you. <laughs> yes, and yeah, she she's she's really enjoying the women this episode. She is, she which is. is fine, but it's. I mean, but also no. Let's not mention <laughs> someone's attractive butt on TV. Well, not just mention it, know. but then like continue to talk about it yeah. and talk about. Oh yeah, the curves of women are fantastic. Yeah, Subodashi, it's amazing. Yeah, Tokui. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was it was a little weird. I wonder if they feel. They just feel bolder this time around. Like, Trendle was still there, yeah. you know? And yeah, they, is they, it because it's Americans? And, is it? And also, then Yamachan straight up calls Eric a head. Yeah. Are you allowed to say that? Oh, damn just, it. Just, <laughs> just say all of the ones that you, you haven't been able to get out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to edit this down. Uh, you at her already heard some sort of beep that I'll include in this or, or taking out that thing, but he calls Eric a word that rhymes with poo-poo zit. Poo-poo head. And yes, there you go. Exactly. Uh, a poo-poo head. And it, it's, a, it's it's pretty, pretty uh, accurate and yeah, fun. I know. Um, know but the, the show ends with them cheersing Naomi's last day. Mm-hmm. They they all do say in English, cheers. And then I think Yuya just says, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, perfect. Okay. Thanks, Yuya. Appreciate it. How are those English classes going? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take Evian's advice. <laughs> but they they all talk about what they're going to do afterwards. Or after, you know, Evian asks, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Naomi asks what they're going to be up to after she leaves and what their goals are. And Yuya and Eric are just like, same old, same old, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Lauren talks about how she wants to maybe 
open a have a gallery opening mm-hmm. and Evian wants to start her own brand of bikinis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when they ask Yusuke, he asks Naomi if she'd actually talk to him in private for a bit. Mm-hmm. What did you think they were going to talk about? I didn't know. I was just like, what's happening right now? I I thought at first maybe he wanted to tell her nice things like that he appreciated about her and their time together and didn't want to say it in front of everyone that yeah that was my only guess because otherwise i was like what (laughs) what's going on yeah and the the rest of the cast did too they're like he seemed Mm -hmm. really serious what 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 are they doing what do they think they're talking about Mm -hmm. but he talks to naomi says you know you know i never really talked to you about the date but it didn't exactly go as planned and now I'm thinking of leaving the house. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he frames it very much as he's already grown. Almost kind of what she was saying at the beginning of the episode. Like, he has grown into a stronger person. He doesn't need Yu and Eric's advice. He can, he has gained confidence. He can do things kind of on his own. And... Yeah, yeah. that he'll be confident interacting with other people now. And... She mentions that he's better... He's already better at talking actively with people and, and engaging mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, and that he's changed a lot since he's he's gotten there. And if he has, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I, I think Would that... Would you agree? I do. I think that he does seem a little bit more sure of himself. Maybe. But... To some degree, he seems less because he he's talking less and he's interacting less. At least from what I'm seeing. And that's the thing is, I wonder how much of that is the edit, because we also are seeing a lot less of him. You know, we saw so much of him at the beginning Mm -hmm. because they were building up this this adorable, sweet boy character. And Mm -hmm. now it's just been focusing on this date. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it's been focusing on Lauren's reactions and things with this date. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't see, I, I wonder how much of, uh, that change is going on in scenes that we're not watching. Because yeah. Evian says something similar, too, at the beginning, that he's he's a very different person, that he's matured a lot and he's grown a lot. So I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely say that. But even in this few scenes where we do see him, he doesn't seem any more sure of himself. To me, he doesn't seem more confident, more comfortable, at least comfortable with himself. He seems pretty, pretty solemn. So, and, and like he wanted to ask her about if she actually had a fun time in, with, with the, the movie date. Right. But he didn't just come out and ask, like he, he's kind of pacing and going around. And, and so it, I'm, I'm just not sure on that. And, and from my point of view, I think I think it's just kind of a cop out. Mm. Like it's just well, I'm thinking about leaving too. I'm like you're an 18-year-old. Like you think that you've grown all that you can grow <laughs> in the course of what you know, 8 weeks, 9 weeks. And to me the biggest growth that he would probably have to undergo in this house right now is now interacting with Lauren mm. that this tension has come up. And if he just leaves and opts out of the situation, he's never going to work through that. 
And I mean, that's where the actual courage and, and stuff takes place when it's the thing that you're scared of doing and, and they're not having candid conversations and they're not, they're not interacting in that way. So I would like to see him stay and actually do that and actually grow in those ways because sure, he, he did ask somebody out for the first time, which good. I'm, I'm glad that he felt confident enough to do that, but that's, that's all that we've seen that that's really happened with him personally. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I definitely was thrown aback by this and I also just don't want him to leave. I, I know. I, definitely when he's like, I'm thinking about leaving soon too. You're like, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I was home alone, I probably would have yelled that, but I didn't want to yell that. Uh, that's fine viewage but i yeah i i hope that he doesn't leave and i especially hope he doesn't leave for this nonsense reason because yeah i think that he definitely has more to gain from being on the show and i think that right now he has convinced himself maybe of this being the case but that doesn't make it actually true you know yeah and not that not that you should care what other people think but everyone's just gonna see it as you're leaving because this date didn't work out yeah. right and and it's too awkward to stay and that's the thing it's it's just very <laughs> um it's it's interesting that both of the two of the 18 year oh no wait how old is naomi naomi's 23 oh i lied you did lie oh yeah yuya's the other one Can who's please 18. apologize to our listeners for <laughs> lying to them i didn't mean to um okay so then never mind i don't have a point <laughs> i was gonna say what both else of, is new shush, um i was gonna say that both of them are leaving after a romantic relationship didn't pan out and they're pointing to a reason for leaving that doesn't really pan out yeah i agree i think that they are both similar going through that and it's so funny because especially naomi is essentially the anti-armon who is the mm-hmm. Hawaiian guy who went to Japan and just uses an excuse to be able to live in Japan, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. work whatever jobs. But, like, he was meeting people and he was living in Japan and he was doing this really cool thing. Mm-hmm. And that's such a, you know, they talk about how it's a Hawaiian mindset, but I think it's, you know, kind of an American mindset of just, you know, being able to go and and mm-hmm. live abroad and, and take advantage of that and not have to focus on what am I building for my life? which yeah. is much more of a Japanese mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I realized during the show that that's a big part of this, that, you know, so much of the house is picking up their lives and coming to Japan in a way that Armand did to, or coming to Hawaii in a way that Armand did to Japan. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it in such a different way, and they look mm-hmm. at things so differently that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, I wonder if, they were all just Americans and it was the same scenario if most of the house members would just stay forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And maybe maybe that's why in American shows you have to get kicked off the show. Right. (laughs) Because you don't just choose to leave like they do in Japan. Yeah, (laughs) it's so interesting. But I must say that Yusuke's interaction at the end of this episode was a little bit off-putting to me. Hmm. The whole, okay, and attention has been brought to him. What are you going to 
what are you going to do while you're here? And then to be like, oh, can I talk to you privately? I feel like it's making a big scene. Why can't you just go talk to her after the thing's done rather than making there be this kind of tension around the circumstance and, and that some people don't know what's happening. And I feel like it, it puts up barriers between him and other housemates rather than actually communing with them. Yeah, I think a lot of that for me, I just put as Yusuke's got a flair for the dramatic. And yeah. it definitely doesn't serve him well a lot of the times, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I also wonder if he and Lauren had gone out for dinner and he would have shown up and been like, I have a reservation for two. <laughs> and uh, and how she would have reacted to that. Let me grab your hand and lead you to the Ew. table. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Um <laughs> But just, yeah. I don't think she would have liked it either. She certainly would not have. (laughs) But I think that she would have reacted badly to getting a reservation in this empty restaurant Mm -hmm. when he actually hadn't asked her out to dinner beforehand. You know, like, I think that that was a dramatic thing that in his mind he was probably thinking would be romantic and nice. Mm -hmm. And it was well-intentioned, but just, you know, sometimes I Mm -hmm. think you can be... You know, that, and that comes from maybe his social awkwardness in his, in his, you know, inexperience in that kind of realm. But I definitely mm-hmm. saw that for sure as well. When he asked to to go inside and talk one-on-one, it was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. Like, the reservation part, to me, that was just a inexperienced dater. Okay. Right? But this, it's like, you've interacted with people before. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Because whenever somebody, you're in a group of people and you ask to, to step aside with someone, people, I think, are automatically going to think something's wrong. Right. At least that's what I do. Or also, you know, people, people do not like being left out of conversations. Yeah. And so having a conversation one-on-one with someone is makes a lot of sense. But if you are, you know moving away from a social engagement involving multiple people to have a private conversation that is really kind of rude it's mm-hmm. it's and it's off-putting and it's something that no one wants to to experience i certainly don't yeah i don't like when people are mysterious for the sake of being mysterious i don't know if that's what he was doing here but mm. that sort of thing it just seems like antics yeah i feel you All right, well, any last thoughts on this episode? That's it. I'm excited to see what's coming next. We have all of part two ahead of us now, so Mm -hmm. we'll have plenty plenty of extra episodes coming up, and hopefully there'll be be some good ones. Before we go today, I did want to give a shout-out to our number one fan. Yes. Delilah Curry has been constantly listening and giving us her reviews, uh, sometimes on Facebook, sometimes in person. And it's really, uh, it's really, really great to have a fan like her. And so I just want to give her a shout out. And wait, uh, wait, we need to dedicate a song to her. Oh yeah. I guess we could do that. Yeah. Um, this, this one goes out to you, Delilah. Uh, well, this, uh, this song's directly for you coming from your favorite podcast co-hosts. This will be, uh, she works hard for the money because I know that you're a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> and and on that note, I, I do 
really recommend anyone who's in Los Angeles this weekend to go out to the Hotbox Vintage Style Fest, which is right across the street from the South Pasadena Metro Station. Uh, Delilah's put together a really amazing program with music, free drinks, food, henna, all this kind of stuff, and uh, some really, really amazing clothes uh, right at her store, Hotbox. So thank you, Delilah, for being such a great fan, and anyone who can go out there, please do. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us. So you can be a fan like Delilah by finding us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for Terrace House Talks or emailing us at terracehousetalks at gmail.com. Please listen to us on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to those who have given us those reviews so far. And please keep them coming. Uh, they really help us to, to get to new listeners. And we're really happy to, to have all the new listeners that we're getting. So thanks very much. Thanks. So with that, thank you very much for listening to Terrace House Talks, and we'll see you next time. Jana. Thank you.